When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On today's episode, LB's vagina waxes poetic. Help, my family won't finance my fiance. And you need consent to grab LB's juicy mango. All that and more on today's episode of Bad Advice with Lori Beth Denberg. Beth Dunberg, and welcome to the Bad Advice Podcast. Woo-hoo. With me, as always, is Clark Crozer. Hello. Hello, Clark. How are you? Oh, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I'm a little tired, fighting off a little bit of sickness, but, uh, you know, for the most part, I'm doing okay. What about you? What about you? I am doing okay. I'm a little spent, too, but because I've been traveling. Oh, where have you I been went- traveling? I went to the state of Washington, which I don't believe I had ever been to before. Was it green and rainy? It was lush. <laughs> yeah. And it was a little rainy. And every just like when I was in Vermont, and every time it would snow a little bit, I'd be like, flurries. <laughs> and I would spin around. And everyone, and then I'd have to go, I, I'm from Los Angeles. So they could understand right. that I wasn't like completely loony. Right. The same thing happened when it would rain. It never rained, rained, rained. Right. But even when it rained a little, I'd be like, it's raining. And it was lush. I described it as lush many, many times. I I would hope so. Just green and green and green. Yeah. Did you have a good time? I did have a good time. I went out and saw some friends that I have not seen since the COVID. Nice. But what's interesting is they're friends that live in near Seattle, around there, in in surrounding neighborhoods and towns. And... You know, so I didn't see them all the time anyway. (laughs) You're right. But with, you know, COVID and Zoom and stuff, I've seen them all like three times a week. Right, So it's this very weird thing. But one of them, I had never met. I had never met this chickie. We met only on Zoom, hanging out with friends. And so... I got to meet her and hug her. It was very strange because you feel like, you know, hey, I know you. Right. And it was it was really weird because as she, you know, we were all in a group text and they're like parking, walking up. And as they were walking up, I started to get really nervous. <laughs> and for some reason, this is what I thought. I go, if Jess is really tall, I'm going to freak out. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I thought that. That's funny. And in my head, I was picturing her like re like taller, like my giant plus. <laughs> right, right, right. But she, and she was taller than me, but a lot of people are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then we all hung out and we went to one of those places where you, they pour all the seafood bucket on your table and then you just eat it with your hands. Nice. Did you get a bib? I did get a bib. Sadly, I did not get the bib in time because the appetizer I ate ended up on my tits. Oh, no. You don't have this affliction, (laughs) but everyone with... A fairly sizable booby section. (laughs) It's just like, it's just to catch food. It's to catch (laughs) drippings. That is absolutely 100% not true. I know it's not true because you also use that area as a storage locker. I do. You put your phone there, your keys there. there. Yeah, there are times when I pull out... 
it's like Mary Poppins' yeah, bag. Exactly. And I'll pull up my phones there, and I have, you know, a lighter in case of emergency birthday candles, and my keys, and a little, like, wallet, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and I do that now. My dad, you know, my dad has arthritis. It's hard for him to get his wallet in and out of his pants pocket. Right. So if he gets it out, I'll just he'll be like, give it back to me in the car. And I stick it in my... <laughs> and he's like, do you have my wallet? And I go, yeah, it's in my tits. <laughs> so it's like, but I but I've really tried to when I put my like debit card in there and I'm going to the store or money in there, I'll pull it out before I get to the counter. Mm. So it's not like, here's my sweaty boob money. <laughs> but it, it is my sweaty boob money. So if I somehow, like I have no respect for them, I'm still <laughs> giving it to them. I just don't want them to know. Right. Maybe what they don't know won't infect them. <laughs> There's no infection on my boobs. But, 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 but. Yes. Uh, the impetus for me booking this trip to Seattle right. was the Northwest Pinball and Arcade Convention. Oh, no nice. Noapak. Nice. So, of course, as we know from every pinball conversation we've had, I'm only interested in the Lord of the Rings pinball. Sure, 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 sure. And... So it, it was there. It was We confirmed that it would be there prior to buying the tickets. How did you do that? They had a list on their website of all the games. Wow. But it was tons of pinball machines going back decades and decades and decades and decades. Wow. And arcade games. Oh, like cool. Like standy-uppy uh, arcade games. Yeah. And and some city downy arcade games, like the Pac-Man that you have. Yes, my my. Cocktail? Miss Pac-Man cocktail table. Cocktail table. Yeah. And so... Pizza Hut style. Yeah, I went with a friend of mine and we played a bunch of those and Moon something where you sat and tried to avoid bombs and holes in the mm. ground. I wish I could remember the name. We played it a long time. Was it Moonshot? Moon... It was moon very... Doggy. Very early. Yeah. It was like one of the first. Sure, sure, sure. If you know the name of this, well, my <laughs> friend will phone in and be like, it was this. <laughs> did our time mean nothing to you? <laughs> so we did go there, and of course, I'm just kind of hovering around the Lord of the Rings pinball machine. As you do. I, You know, pretending to play the one, like, next to it. Because <laughs> I never hover. When I've been in a big game, there's people who've come and stood, like, right, like, I can feel oh, yeah. them breathing. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, Go to hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some knife fights have broken out. But so I was very cognizant. I was just kind of standing a few machines away. And it was all, oh, it was all free play. Oh, that's even better. I mean, my ticket was 50 bucks. The tickets were 50 bucks for like one day or, you know, 250 or something for the whole weekend. All right. We just did one day. And, but all free play. That's amazing. So fucking awesome. But. Yeah. So this guy is playing, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I hope I don't want people to lose, but I also right. want them to like move along. Right. But so I'm watching this guy, and then I take a look at the scoreboard, and he's at like 150 million. Like he wow. is killing it. Wow. And so then I get really interested, and I move from the side of him to a very respectable distance in back of him. Mm. And now I'm just watching this master class sure. of Lord of the Rings. Sure. And I stood back and he just killed it. It was at least 207 million, I think. He took the grand champion spot. There's wow. fourth place, third place, second place, first place, and then like grand champion. Holy shit. So I waited and I was just watching him. He slapped the flippers in a way that I'm like, okay, I'm going to try that. And then huh. it was like, zoop. It really worked. Wow. And so I'm kind of just watching this guy. And when he did finally lose his last ball, he turned around and I go, you're my hero. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of laughed. And then I got up there. I think I got fourth place. I got fourth. I got on the board. Okay. Basically. So, but I was like, you are my, I was like, I want to be your grasshopper. Yeah, exactly. Um, you found your Yoda. Can you, can you snatch the ring out of my hand? <laughs> now, wait a minute. This was a, a pinball convention, right? Yes. Were there like 
booths that were like the future of pinball. <laughs> and it was like, well, come on, guys. There weren't. There wasn't like stuff to buy. It wasn't oh, like no? Comic-Con in oh, that sense. Boo. But it was like Comic-Con in the sense that there were like panels oh, nice. outside. Nobody was there. Oh, no. It was really sad. And it just, it was this dry, like, presentation about pinball. Oh, no. Or the future of pinball. So I didn't attend any of those because my only goal was to play Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. Which I did plenty of. And so that was the impetus to go. But I also got to meet my friend for the first time in person, hug people that I haven't seen in nice. a long time. I was kind of hoping when you said that there were, you know, the typical con stuff that there were, I was really hoping you were going to say people cosplaying as their favorite pinball machines. <laughs> Oh my gosh, right? That would be amazing. They all waddle around just dressed as, they're like, push start, insert coins. That's like a pinball stripper, insert coins. So it was it was really fun, and it was a fun trip. I'd never been to Washington. It's a whole different vibe. And went whale watching, and I can't, I mean, we're probably talking for like 85 minutes right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 it's okay. So anyway... You it had a good. good time. I did have a good time. Well, that's uh, that's great. I'm very, very happy for you. Well, thank you. Uh, but before we get too uh, deep into Washington lore. Too late. Maybe we should start answering some people's questions. We have some questions here. And there are people that need help. Okay. We're recording this kind of, you know, towards the end of June. <gasps> this is going to be... A summer episode. Yes. We wanted to have a whole episode to, to help people out for the, the upcoming summer of 2022. That is funny that you mentioned that. He did tell me, ladies and gentlemen of the audience, <laughs> that this would be a summer episode. But, he, you know, I never know the questions usually. But I did know it was summer. And that's another thing about going to Washington was, like, leaving the San Fernando Valley in a, in a hot spell. Oh, yeah. A little heat wave and going there. And it was like, I'm so very comfortable. I was actually cold at oh, times. Oh, no. So it was, it was pretty swell. It's wow. It's pretty sweltering Yeah. now. Do you like my play on words? That was good. That was good. All right. Uh, so, so summer, summer, summer. Summer. Yeah. We're going to have a, a summer-fueled episode. Okay. And we're going to start out with our good friend, Candace. And Candace asks, Dear LB, I'm getting ready for swimsuit season. Do I shave? Wax or laser my bikini area? Oh, did Candace send pictures? Uh, no, no pictures. That no was pictures. a wise move, Candace. <laughs> I clearly have nothing but bad advice and bad intentions. <laughs> so I, okay, for the first time ever, I've wanted to for a very, very long time. I recently got... A Brazilian wax. Wow. I've wanted to for a very long time. And, and I'm like, ow. It, you know, I did well. Okay. I did well. It was a good friend of mine. She does my hair too. She's okay. the awesomest. And so it was like comfortable. I was like, you're going to, we're going to be much better friends after this. And she actually <laughs> said, oh girl, I've seen more bush than a gigolo. Wow. So she does it, you know, for a living. So it was comfortable in that sense. And it, it really didn't hurt that much at first. I'm like, oh, what is everyone complaining about? And she goes, it's going to hurt more as we work our way in. Oh no. Which was true, but still. Like I Sounds would do like it a threat. again. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you really don't want me getting in there. <laughs> What's it worth to you? <laughs> so it did hurt a little more, but like I would totally do it again. Okay. The problem is that you have to grow it out. Right. And you know, just from being a boy face, sure. that it's like, oh, itchy, scraggly, like getting into that beardiness. Yeah. And then there's like sweatiness. Yeah. There's, there's a lot going on. So I have shaved many, many, many times. Sure. So Candace, if you like doing that. Now, I, what I don't know is if Candace wants like bare bones, right. smoothiness, or if she wants like the little triangle or- Fancy design. Exactly. Yeah. Or like the prince insignia. <laughs> I'm sure someone has done that before. Probably and, prince. 
R.I.P. Um, so, you know, Candace, depending on what you want, you know, a Brazilian is like, whole hog. <laughs> Coming up with really strange, like, analogies for it. Little monikers for it. Yeah. Um, I went whole hog. Nice. So... <laughs> I'm laughing at myself and thinking <laughs> about other things that I'm not going to say. Um, but you could, you know, just do the waxing of the outer bikini area. If you shave, there is, like, some people get, uh, what's it called? Like, ingrown toe, you know that? Yeah, in ingrown, in ingrown toenails. toenails. <laughs> ingrown camel toenails. <laughs> Oh, ladies and gentlemen, oh Clark God. Clark just fell back in his chair. That broke me. My goodness, you're going to make it. <laughs> um, so it can get stubbly, and people have trouble with that. Um, you could use nair, but that seems like throwing acid in a bride's face. <laughs> I'm not sure. So it depends on what you're comfortable. Would she say waxing, uh, waxing shaving? Uh, shaving or laser. Or la you well, haven't laser, talked about laser yet. Laser hair removal, I know. I have never done it. I am very, very lucky, Clark. Okay. This is the kind of thing that girls talk about. Okay. All the hair on my body, except for my head, is very light in color and sparsely, right. you know, sparsely applied. Right. So that is something girls talk about. Like, oh, the hair on my arm, you know, it's dark and it's this and it's that. So it's uh, sometimes it's like uh, the hair that you can only see when it's like indirect sunlight. Yeah, no, that's pretty much me. Right? Like the hair on my body is just really light. And I've been really, really lucky, you know, when I'm dealing with stuff like that. And this is only if you give a shit about like society <laughs> saying, don't be hairy or no man will want you. <laughs> but um, I just happen to like Anyway, I like going the whole hog. Sure. Whoosh. But I don't have a lot of that on my other areas. So it also depends on how hairy y'all are down there, Candace, mm. and listeners who mm. haven't tuned out yet. <laughs> but so laser, I do have some friends that have done laser treatments. And it happens a little at a time. You book multiple, multiple, multiple sessions. Because it's like that follicle. That follicle. Ugh. So you don't go in and do it all at once. They haven't said that it hurt or anything, but that's a slow process. Right. So if you want that eventually, you could start that process and then continue, continue. Maybe you'll be where you want to be next summer. Right. But in the meantime, I liked, I liked the waxing. It didn't hurt me too badly. Maybe I'm just... The best. <laughs> we talked about that I was a badass a couple weeks ago, so maybe I'm just a badass. There you go. Or a bad front, anyway. Right, right. But, uh, so I would recommend trying it. Maybe you could just do like, be like, can you try one strip? <laughs> and then if you're like, mm, that was okay, keep going. Or you were like, nope, I'm gone. Right. Or if you're like, please do more. Then, <laughs> then that's for you, my dear. Uh, or uh, we ignore all of it and we just let the sunshine in, like we're in hair and we're hippies and we don't shave at all. Oh yeah, I mean that, if, that's go just go full bush. You can if if it's cruising out the side of your bikini bottoms right. and you're down with it, <laughs> go to town. <laughs> but I think maybe if she's asking this, she wants to tame it. Right, right. She wants to to thin out the forest. So right. She depends. doesn't want her. Uh, area to look like Mr. Cotter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> now that's all you'll ever see whenever you look at Mr. Cotter. <laughs> I thought you were going to say whenever I look at a girl's vagina. Oh, no. And no. I'm like, it doesn't happen that often. <laughs> no, but you're often looking at Mr. Cotter. <laughs> yeah, every day. Every day I have the poster in my room and I kiss it. <laughs> so, Candace, your pain level, your level of how often you want to have to attend to that area. Mm -hmm. All of that is, you know, up for grabs as far as your personal experience and your things that you tolerate. That's but good. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, absolutely. It's good advice. Uh, Candace, uh, send us some pictures. Let us know how it's going. <laughs> no, we shouldn't say that. Mr. Don't Cotter, if you're out there. <laughs> Right on in. Um, <laughs> let's move on. Candace, 
Good luck. I hope you. Uh, I hope you have a a nice bushless summer. Nice. Uh, we're moving on though. We're moving on to Nick, and Nick has a question for you. He says, "My puppy has no sense of self preservation and wants to go on walks even in a hundred degree heat. How do I exercise him in the summertime?" Ah. I know, LB, you are a dog expert. I am a dog aficionado. Aficionado. So tell me, how do you deal with uh, dogs in heat? (laughs) How do I deal with dogs in heat, Clark? (laughs) I find another dog, (laughs) and I play some romantic music. (laughs) There are dogs that I have worked with that... That makes it sound like I'm an animal trainer. (laughs) I was, as many people know, a full-time dog walker and pet sitter because acting work is not steady. (laughs) So, and I loved it. I loved the puppy faces. But there are dogs that you have to monitor, not even when it's hot, but they will just play fetch until they pass out. Mm. You have to be the one to say, okay, we're done. There's this one dog, Montana. He was a yellow lab, and I loved his face so much. And he would just play fetch for hours. And then I realized he really liked bubbles. Oh, nice. So I got one of those big bubble wands that makes big bubbles, and I would just swoosh, and he would run, and he would jump, and he would, like, he wouldn't stop. But I knew that the first time he, like, horked, when he was like, Yeah. Because he had injected, because he'd jump and chomp on him. So I'm like, okay, there is enough suds in your larynx that we are going to stop, and you're going to have some water. Uh, So that happens with dogs, even when it's not summertime, when it is really hot and you have that kind of puppy face, it is something you have to be careful with. So here is my advice. Okay. Puppy wants to go on a walk. It's 100 degree heat. I don't know how long your walks are, but it seems like you, you said, they said, I want to exercise my dog. Yeah. How do I exercise him? Okay. I would suggest finding a dog park or an open area, or if you have a big yard, Mm. and if they will chase something, if they will chase other dogs, you can do that. They will get more exercise and more, not aggression out, energy out. (laughs) They will eat five children and then be like, (laughs) oh, I gotta get home, it's so hot. Uh, But if they're playing, if they are doing something more strenuous and exerting more than they would on a regular walk, then you can be out there for a shorter period of time. Right. That is one thing that I've used because 30 minutes of walking could be the same as five minutes of catch. Right. Not catch. (laughs) Fetch. Fetch. Well, catch, fetch (laughs) is the same thing. The dog's really good at throwing it back. (laughs) Um, So that is one way to go. There might be indoor places. I mean, there are dog doggy daycares that are inside. Yeah. And sometimes they have those doggy cams so you can see everything that's going on. (laughs) And usually the people that show them to me, it's like their dog sitting in the corner doing nothing. (laughs) Everyone's having fun. But uh, that would be bad. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so you might be able to do something like that in an indoor situation, which would then hopefully it wouldn't be 100 degrees inside. Mm. But more exercise, bigger, more out there balls out or, you know, empty ball sack (laughs) neutered out. Uh, for a shorter period of time could be the answer to your problems. You know what else I've seen? Uh, I've seen this on TikTok, actually, a couple of uh, different places. And who knows? This might only be in certain areas, and it might not be in Nick's area. But I have seen, you know how they have the mobile grooming trucks? Yeah. I've seen a couple of uh, people that had mobile... I don't even know what they would just how would they would describe it. It's like a doggy treadmill inside of like a big van. So the dog just walks into the van and they put him up on this big doggy treadmill and they hook the the leash in and oh. then the dog can like go full blast on this treadmill and just like get all of its energy out from this mobile treadmill dog treadmill thing. We are living in the Jetsons. Right? 
it really does feel very Jetsons-y, wow. where there, the dog was on the little walking treadmill thing. Well, check that out. You know what else I've seen? And I love this. Basically, somebody made, uh, they took like a, a tennis ball launcher or a baseball <laughs> launcher yeah. that you would use for training, and they shrunk it down, and they put the tennis balls in it, and they just have the dogs where the tennis ball shoots out, the dog gets it, they are trained to walk the ball back to the little deposit area. They drop the ball in the basket. It goes back and then and shoots back out again. Oh my goodness. And it's just like hours of fun for the dog. Nicholas, are you an engineer? (laughs) And I don't know how this escaped us both until right now. Does your dog like to swim? Oh, hey. Swimming is a big old deal. Using all four paws at once. You can throw the ball in and dogs jump in after it that's another um option option for you and your doggy i love it um well uh are we good should we move on i think nicholas has a lot to work with i think you do i think that's a lot of good advice so uh let's move on to our next question our next question is from somebody named gooby gooby <laughs> gooby and gooby says hey lb what should I put in my summertime fruit salad? O-M-G. Okay. Wait, you don't know Gooby, do you? No. <laughs> okay, I was going to say. No, but this is something very close to my heart. I wait all year for summer fruit. Oh, nice. I love Summer fruit, the peaches, mostly nectarines, the good strawberries, the good green grapes. Wow. The watermelons and such, et cetera. The cherries. Let me just keep naming fruit. (laughs) But uh, so I don't like apples. We've I think we might have discussed this shortcoming of mine. I probably eat like an orange and a half a year. Wow. And then all of the summer fruit, all of the other fruit that's available, that's trucked in from Chile. I guess not trucked in. Probably <laughs> flown in. Those are A, disappointing, and B, now as we discuss these things, they're horrible for the earth. Yeah. Like flying a nectarine to me in December. Right. But, but you know, in the end, it's also not delicious. So. Right. And everything I touch must be delicious. <laughs> so, like doorknobs, like anything. <laughs> My steering wheel is delish. <laughs> so I am super excited about this question. Okay, good. Because I know the summer is over when I get the fruit instead of fries at a restaurant and there's apple in it. Oh, yeah. It's just like this sad song plays, <laughs> I push it away and a single tear falls. <laughs> so, there is the melon trifecta. Okay. The watermelon, the cantaloupe, and the honeydew. Honeydew. And, which I think a lot of people have called the honeydew trash melon. I don't know. Or it was a thing on BoJack. Oh. Where it was just the, like this consistent thing where everyone was like, honeydew is trash. <laughs> uh, but I, you know, it's a good, it all depends on if it's a good one. Sure. And there are many other melons, but those are kind of the three big ones. So that is, you know, tried and true. I once made a summer fruit salad that I was really proud of. Mm. The the quote unquote meat of it was peaches. Peaches. Like, imagine a bowl of peaches sliced. So in those little, like if you cut it in half and then cut that in right, little right, right. things. Like an apple slice. Like a slice, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me explain what a slice is. <laughs> if you can operate a podcast something, I think you know what a slice is. Well, like, I mean, like pizza? You're you're the professional cook here. I, so. Oh, yes. Oh, well, we'll talk about. <laughs> well, we're going to get there. Yeah, so. we'll talk about fruit salad. Actually, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. So my fruit salad was Mainly peaches, some mm. nectarines, mm. and you don't usually get that. You might get a slice of peach and like the, the the melon trifecta salad. Right. But I did this thing of peaches, and then I put cherries in. Mm. But I got a cherry pitter. Oh. At first, I was like, I'll cut them in half, and that just isn't a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a cherry pitter, which looked kind of like a hole punch. And you just go, ka-chunk. And so there was pitted cherries. And I think I probably put in some green grapes. But it was this really 
hearty fruit salad. Because mm. it wasn't just made up of like, oh, the melon, the this, the that. The orange slice. Get out of my face, orange slices. Wait, what about what about pineapple? Pineapple? I didn't put pineapple in. I have an issue with pineapple. I love it. Okay. But I feel as though it overpowers oh, yeah. everything else because it's so tangy tangerson. Yeah. That it can overpower things. That's the same reason I don't put um, lemon on things. Like people put lemon on seafood and on certain dishes. And I tend to not do that because then all I taste is the lemon. It's very overpowering. Diet Coca-Cola. Diet Coca-Cola. I know you love your slice of lemon oh in your God. Diet Coke. Tab of the slice of lemon. Tab of the slice of lemon. Name the movie. Uh, oh, Down and Out in Beverly Hills. Oh, nice. That's such that a great was, movie. Oh, yeah. Let's do our favorite movies about Beverly Hills next week. <laughs> so I think that I have told you my take on a fruit salad. That's what you should make me. Right. Gooby. Gooby, right. right? Yeah, Gooby. Is that your Christian name? <laughs> Like Gooby from the Bible? (laughs) Of the Connecticut Goobies? But that is an expensive dish. Yeah. That is peaches, which are more expensive than getting the melons, but in the summer, they're so good. Mm. So you could go for it. If you wanted to make it a little different, like you could cut, like cut Big slices of the melon, so it was like a round, flat piece. Mm. And then use some little, like, cookie cutters to make it into neat shapes. And that makes it kind of more special. There you go. And just try to make as many as you can. And you can still use the parts that didn't fit into the cookie. Sure. That would be really neat, actually. I I love the idea of cookie cutter on fruit. Cookie cutter for, well, now, I think what I've just invented is uh, edible arrangement. Yeah. Now that I think about it. Yeah, but edible arrangements for your home. For your home. Right? Edible home arrangements. Exactly. Edible funeral arrangements. (laughs) They're not just for offices anymore. Yes, but that's a good way to, you know, do something more fun with honeydew trash melon, which I enjoy. Nice. Now, um, the only other question that I have, and this is a, this is a, you know, a controversial one. Uh Uh-oh. You know, especially when you're doing berries, stuff like that, sometimes you get a little sprinkle on top, right? You get a little sprinkle of sugar or mm-hmm. sprinkle of honey or something like that. Do you put anything on the top of your fruit salad or is that it? Just the fruit? I have done just the fruit. It depends on your audience. Mm. Is this the uh, diabetic book club? Don't do a sprinkling of sugar. And really look at the sugar content of the fruits. Bananas, very high in sugar and potassium. Mm. Bad for kidney problems Mm. and diabetics. I take care of my dad. Anyway, (laughs) that's a slight (laughs) listing of the things I look out for when I'm shopping. Nice. Um, So, yeah, that depends... Strawberry is also a very, I mean, even just a bowl of strawberry. Is this the longest? This is like the most thorough answer to a question ever. (laughs) Um, But what you just made me think of, Clark, is, and some people will be like, oh, gross, you're the worst. (laughs) Ambrosia. Oh, hey, yeah. When you said sprinkle things on top, I thought marshmallows. Sure. But in all fairness, half the things you say, I'm like, marshmallows. (laughs) Because I just like to think about them a lot. And Do I shave or wax my groin? Marshmallows. Marshmallows. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking about, Candace. I want to get a nice golden brown and a gooey inside. (laughs) Gooby inside. Gooby inside. (laughs) So I happen to like a good ambrosia that's not too gloppy. And it has just that like fruit cocktail in a can. Sure. So that's, I mean, we've talked about, I think on our very first show, actually. Really? We talked about bullshit high-end cranberry sauce. And the guy was like, is it rude if I just bring my can of ocean spray? And I was right. like, no. So the, you know, the whole ambrosia thing with the marshmallows, that's another way to go. Is that a fruit salad? 
It's up to you. Hey, there's always ways to go. Yes. Um, all right. Well, hopefully, Gooby, that helps. Uh, please send us pictures of your fruit salad. Yeah. I would love to see those pictures. Send us a sample with dry <laughs> ice to bad advice, care of the moon. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right. Well, uh, before we answer any more questions, I'm very excited because this is the final episode of... Ready for the worst recap in America. Spoiler here, uh, going to be the final episode it is of the, the final. worst recap in America. Yes, this is where it all came crashing down. <laughs> but before we get to there, let's start at the beginning of the episode. The beginning of the episode was kind of like a tiki tropical challenge. Yes. Right? And yes. you guys had to to break some coconuts. Wait, I was, uh, let me tell you, <laughs> it was a really hard show. And when I saw there was an opportunity to like bang on coconuts <laughs> and just get some aggression out. Right. I was pretty excited. <laughs> and then pretty disappointed because they were super easy to break. Oh, like, were I'm, they not real coconuts? No, they weren't real. Well, I don't think they were real coconuts. Wow. No. And they were already, you know, what's it called? Like cut in half. Sure, scored. Score. No, even, I think it was just two halves. Oh, no. It was, they might have been plastic. I don't know, but they were not real. Okay. And so the first, like, I was like, Aw. oh. I tried not to look disappointed on TV. <laughs> but that was good. That was a nightmare, though. It was this huge, you know, some of these challenges we did for 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. Because if you look at that one, we had to crack the coconuts, find the ingredients, put them on the board for what the recipe was. And then that takes a lot longer than you see it. Right. Well, the, the weird part to me was you, the whole point of the show is that you're the worst cooks in America. And they're giving you all of these ingredients like... How are you guys supposed to know which goes where and where goes? Like, that made no sense to me. Everyone was just guessing. Well, we we're supposed to get better. <laughs> and you may have noticed this was my last episode. But we eventually got it. I think the blue team won. Yeah, that's so, true. But it was like skin of our teeth, maybe. Uh, so... We did. We won that. And then we... So you made the coconut shrimp? Oh, my God. The coconut shrimp. Let's just take a minute <laughs> and pour one out for the blue team with the coconut shrimp. That It was kind of hilarious. Well, first of all, we have these notebooks. If you look at the parts where um, Jeff is showing us how to cook the big meal. Right. And we're furiously writing in these notebooks right, they gave right. us. I didn't have my notebook. I found out afterwards oh, no. that it was in the little drawer of oh. my station. Oh, no. And then other people were using it, but I don't think the blue team knew that. Oh, no. So we all started with Jody. I felt so bad for her because she got really upset where we just, like, watched her kind of lose it because she'd mixed all her dry ingredients yeah. and she wasn't supposed to and she just starts freaking out and we're like it's fine Jody keep going it was a, not an elimination challenge right 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 so it was like cool yeah and then I did the same thing well I, everyone did I feel like and everyone then, on the team did the same mistake Matt did the same thing oh and my god so you just see Jeff's face going like what the fuck, guys? Oh, no. He's like standing up on his perch with Ann Burrell going, uh, you guys are really not making me look good right now. Oh, God. So it was kind of a complete clusterfuck. Oh. Uh, but what they did do, because we were using deep fryers. Oh, right. So, if, you know, if there's anything more dangerous than giving me a knife, <laughs> it's, it's giving, giving me a deep fryer. A giant bucket of boiling oil. <laughs> boiling oil. <laughs> so before... 
the whole thing started. Anne actually brought us all over and she gave us a demonstration on how to use it. Okay. Because they do, you know, I don't think, well, I don't think I've said this yet, but in the first week when we were doing the first show, Anne was talking to us and she's like, yeah, it's a show, it's whatever, but learn stuff. Yeah. You know, you'll never have, and this is true, you'll never have access to as many tools and instruments and pantry items as you do here. Everything is there and everything is super top end. Right. You know, these like KitchenAid blender yeah, and all that kind of stuff because yeah. it's all, you know, it's TV. So she really kind of imparted to us like, have fun, but really try to learn some stuff. Nice. And so <laughs> this is one of those times where they were like, let's show them how to use a deep fryer. <laughs> Why not? So they did give us that little demonstration because that could have been really dangerous. Yeah, I'm sure. But it was so fucking crazy. The all of our shit was mixed the wrong way, oh, and then no. you know the wouldn't stick to the shrimp. And at one point, it was just like, "All right, I'm just gonna go lay this in the fryer. We'll just see." <laughs> and we were supposed to make a sauce, okay? Yeah, that didn't happen. Oh, Actually, no. at one point, I'm struggling so much to just get this shrimp coating, and Jeff. Jeff Morrow, my team captain, my celebrity chef team captain, he yells down to me, hey, Lori Beth, let's start on that sauce. And I go, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and he kind of looked at me like, what? <laughs> You're just openly defying him. I know, like, and, and honestly, fairly rude. <laughs> So if you're listening, Jeff, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. But I was just, I mean, this is the whole thing with us being, you know, harried and scurrying around and stressed. Sure. That's the whole fun of the show. the show. Yeah, the fun of these kind of shows is watching people lose their minds right. and break down emotionally. Right. So it was the perfect, you know, I was either the perfect contestant or someone too close to the edge to start with. Right. There was real no trajectory for me. Yeah. So what I decided to do instead, because rum was one of the ingredients. Oh. So I got these two like pretty big ramekins, the little, you know, bowly thing. Okay. And I put them on the plate. And my idea was to just fill them with rum, like oh. really big shots of rum, and nice. make it a joke, like, nice. well, maybe you'll like my shrimp. Try the rum first. Try the dip. Why don't you get loosened up? <laughs> but as I have said before, yeah. it is no joke that you are going like mad until they start saying five, right. four, three, like on the, I did not have time to pour the rum. Wow. And Elisa, I think, Elisa Donovan gave me the idea like, oh, just say it's for the shrimp tails. Oh. And I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. I mean, they were huge. Yeah. It was ridiculous. <laughs> but um, I forgot to say that. I did tell them it was supposed to be rum. But so every plate of shrimp was just a mess oh, on our side. Yeah. And Anne's team, possibly due to uh, Stockholm Syndrome or sheer terror, <laughs> theirs were all pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Oh, nice. Pretty good. Well, they also uh, didn't have their uh, recipe books hidden from them through the whole challenge. I think, you know, the red team looked at their recipe books at times when we were not supposed to. See? And I tattled. Mm. It was before we even started, and it wasn't that one. It was right. in the past. Right. It's in the past. It was in previous <laughs> episodes where I was like, they are looking at their recipe books. Like, I get really into the rules because yeah. it's a game and yeah. it's a game show. And there are laws. <laughs> and I said to the producer, I go, either we're using our notebooks or we're not. Can you go, you know? And then he was like, guys, put away your notebooks. I was like, that is insufficient. Yeah. There needs to be repercussions right now. <laughs> or I could have just opened my own fucking notebook. Right. But yeah, well, yeah, exactly. That wasn't what we were supposed to do. <laughs> anyway, yes, the shrimp was the clusterfuck of the universe. And that led into a seafood curry? The seafood curry was really cool. It's not, I never would have thought, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna make a curry. Yeah, right. Like, I don't know. I'm like, what is the base? Toilet water? Is it apple juice? I don't know. What goes into curry? Juice. I just don't know. God, yeah. That'd be gross. Yeah, gross. Uh, that's what little kids <laughs> eat for curry. Can I have curry juice? <laughs> I 
do like apple juice. I don't like apples. I like applesauce. I like apple juice. It's the fibrous texture of the apple. Interesting. And this goes back to my fruit summer salad thing. Sure. And has nothing to do with what we're talking about. No, no. So we watched the whole demonstration. It's good. Uh, I... (laughs) Sometimes I'd just be like, there's too much going on. There was a lot going on. Mm. All different burners, the rice, and then I get distracted doing something else that I'm doing poorly, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I haven't checked the rice. I really thought I'd ruin the rice, and I'm like, whatever. Whatever happens, happens. (laughs) And then my curry, I'm doing the thing, and I overcook my proteins. I overcook my fish, and I overcook my shrimp. Yeah. And that was something that happened to me several times on the show. Mm. And part of that was me being worried that I was going to undercook things. Right, because of the first because episode. Because of the first episode. Right. So, but also, it's just like, okay, I put the shrimp in the thing. I'm going to go look at this. And it's like, oh, I forgot. Right. You know? And so my curry ended up being tasty, according to Jeff. Yeah, he said he liked the curry part. He liked the curry part that the you know protein was overcooked. But then he goes, your rice was perfect. Or he said, your rice was really good. And I was like, really? Wow. Because that was just me going, well, whatever. Oh, no. I just was, you know, it was just, it was so much. I was so tired. So tired, I'm sure. Yeah. But but, but even so, it's like this plate of curry, you know, I've made this whole meal. Yeah. And I could, if I looked at my little book, I could make it again. I haven't. We should do a thing where I actually cook one of the meals we yeah. make. Yeah. Well, preferably not a fish curry for me, but well, yeah. yeah. You don't like fish. <laughs> Clark has never eaten the sushi with me. No. And that's okay. A lot of people have that. But again, he doesn't like cheese or chocolate, which makes him suspect <laughs> and just inherently a bad person. It's true. So uh, that was the deal. I went out after, you know, we all had our dishes judged by Jeff and yeah. I knew I knew I was going to be on the bottom right. because everyone else was like your fish is perfect it's right. flaky and delicious right. and mine was like boom like bounced <laughs> bounced back up when he dropped it on the ground so I knew I was going to be in the bottom yeah and I was you were yes. uh, and you uh, ended up having to do the uh, I believe it's called the blind elimination challenge yes. Uh, versus uh, the Mark. road rules yes. guy, Mark? Mark Long, tall Mark Long. Yeah. From, I think he was on like Road Rules Challenge, did a bunch of those MTV who's going to be sexy and who's going to be sweaty right. competition shows. We put six people in a bedroom we and let's see what happens. Six people in an elevator. See and what then... happens when life starts getting real. Exactly. So I had to go up against Mark in the blind elimination challenge. For those who watch, you know it was cooking another piece of fish. Right, right, right. And then making a sauce or like a fruit salsa. Right, like a tropical a fruit. Tropical fruit, yes. Yeah. So I was like, I hadn't made the sauce for the shrimp. Right. So I'm like, I didn't use the immersion blender. I'm not starting now. Right. So I'm like, salsa it is. <laughs> um, so I had this, you know, plan. Right. And this is, in hindsight, I'm a little angry about things, Clark. This is where things get a little controversial. This is where things start getting real. Right? When people stop being polite. Stop being polite and start, start getting, getting real. real. I... <laughs> Oh, God, that's funny. They read us the rules before every challenge Mm. and the rules of the game and all this different stuff because it is like a legality. It's a thing. Yeah. Because people, well, for us, you know, it was for charity, but for someone else, like a regular, they call it a civilian season. (laughs) They're playing for money that they're going to get. Exactly. So if they say, you cheated, I I deserve the $25,000 or whatever. That's a thing. So they read the rules every single time before every single challenge. And what they always say is, contestants can use any ingredients they find in the pantry. Contestants are not required to share. Mm. You can share, but sharing is not required. Required, yeah. So my first thing was that I was going to 
run and take all the fruits. Nice. But part of me was like, yeah, and then fuck you. <laughs> but I just thought that's not a good look. I just kind of wanted to get to it first. Right. And I did think like, oh, it's not required. What kind of sauce are you going to make with, you know, an apple and some garlic? Well, especially he went for fish first. He went for fish. I Yeah, and I should have started cooking my fish earlier, <laughs> uh, as we found out. But so should he. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so... Yeah, I went for that. I grabbed it all. He starts coming over and just taking shit. Oh, well, he comes no. over and he goes, can I have the mango? You took all the fruit. And I'm like, yeah, I did. <laughs> and I wish I was more ruthless, but I don't think that would be a nice, like, they're not like, Lori Beth is a real fucking bitch. She came to win. But uh, you didn't never. Get the, you didn't go there to make friends. Uh, you know what's funny? <laughs> In the next episode after that, yeah. Jeff mentioned me. Yeah. And they played a little thing. It looked like I was a ghost. <laughs> but that was my joke that I said. Oh. I said, I'm not here to win. I'm here to make friends. <laughs> I, I said that and that they used it there. I was very pleased. Which, I mean, that's true for me. I never had any delusions of Winger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he runs up, can I, can I have your mango? You took all the fruit. And I go, yeah. I said, just leave me a good half. Sure. He gives me back this like fucking mangled butchered mango. Oh no. And I was like, really? And so I cut off what I could and I salvaged and I like sliced it up. And then I'm working on the fish. I'm worried about everything. I'm worried about overcooking the fish. Sure. Because that's what you were just told that I you was, did wrong. Yes. I just had done that. I had done that on something else as well. And so I'm worried about that. My team so supportive. The blue team who was there? Kwani, Lawrence, Sweeten, you guys are the best. And I will say this. Yeah. I stand behind, I probably say this every week when we do this, <laughs> I stand behind the morals and ethics of the blue team. Yes. Because one of the things they tell us is don't help the person that's on your team in the challenge. In, you know, encourage them, cheer for them. Right, for the final elimination. For, yeah, exactly. For the blind challenge. The blind challenge. But don't say, oh, you should do this, do this, do this. Right. Because it's about what the two contestants can do. Right. So I was making my mango salsa, right. my tropical fruit salsa, <laughs> and we had learned about the flavor profiles, you know, salty, sweet, blah, 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 spicy. Nice. And I had just done sweet, 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 sweet. So Sweeten, Jody Sweeten, is trying to get something across to me. But so instead of saying, you need something spicy in there, right. she goes, Lori Beth, Remember your flavor profiles. Oh, nice. So then I thought about that and I'm like, oh, spicy. And she was like, yes. Uh -huh. But that's like, you know, and the red team is like, put that on there, one half cup, turn the heat up. Right. Those they're bastards. They're all so nice. <laughs> <laughs> they're all super duper nice. But that is the kind of like down home goodness that the blue team had and still have. Right, right. We haven't See? lost a member yet. See? So. I just make this, I do my best, but I go to put my salsa together and my mango's gone. Oh, the mango you cut up already? Yeah, that's what I said. I go, where's my mango? And my team goes, he took it, meaning what? Mark. And I go, he took the mango I cut? What? And they said, yeah. Shenanigans. Yes, full on shenanigans. Shenanigans. They, they did not show that. What? They did not show the, you know, thievery. Yes. Because the audience could very well say, that is cheating. That is not nice. Lori Beth deserved to stay, but please don't say that because I was so tired. <laughs> My feet hurt so bad. My fat ass was like hobbling from one step to the other. Oh, God. But the adrenaline does get you going, though, sure, when you're sure. doing those things. So I'm just like pissed off at that yeah. point. But he even acknowledged it when he was talking in his little like confessional thing where okay. they show us like commenting. Yeah, yeah. He did say, so I'm using Lori Best Station like a grocery store. Uh-huh. And so it's like, wh what part of that do you think is great? That so in hindsight, I wish I had cut the fruit I wanted. Right. 
put it aside secretly and thrown the rest in the trash. Exactly. In the end, he actually made a sauce with yeah. the stuff. Yeah. I made this mango salsa. Both of our fish were undercooked. Mm. I kept saying, I don't think this fish is cooked. And Matthew Lawrence was like, just being really like, you got this. It's totally <laughs> cooked. And they, but, but they weren't. So they both weren't all the way cooked. Right. So I just, you know, didn't make as groovy as a sauce. Huh. And, you know, he, he took the day because his sauce was a sauce. Mm. But if I had cooked the fish all the way through... You know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. And the hindsight on the rifle that I'm gonna aim at Mark Long <laughs> is also twenty twenty. Though <laughs> so it was just you know, I'm sharing of course the behind and of course Mark is a lovely person yeah. and he's very tall <laughs> and he didn't win the whole show. I can sure. spoil that by now. The whole thing's been aired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been a little behind on these. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it was hard. I was really worried to do them, like, sooner. Right. Because I thought I would spoil, spoil. something. Spoil. Yeah, exactly. So now it's all over, and Tracy won, and she's the cutest potato, too. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I kind of felt like... Is a drag to go out like that. Yeah. And I was really kind of more angry than I thought I would be <laughs> watching it. Because they cut it all up to kind of look like, oh, no big deal. You know, they didn't show me going, he took the mango I cut? Yeah. Oh, shenanigans. And my team going, yeah. Oh. Mark, if you're out there, you had no consent <laughs> to touch my juicy mango. Zero. <laughs> Okay. Oh, well. Ladies, you are not required to share your juicy mango with anyone. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't matter what skin it's wearing. It doesn't matter if it's had a few drinks. Mango means go. Exactly. <laughs> so I went bye-bye. I, you know, hugged Jeff. It was a really sad moment because yeah. I liked him a lot. We are hanging out. I'd make jokes. And I said, you know, my charity was the cancer center where my best friend had had breast cancer right. surgery and treatments. Right. So that was really nice. And I was really tired. Yeah. I was really tired. But I wish I'd gone out on like a a more goofy, crazy, you know, did the best we could kind of a thing. <laughs> right. I feel like it's tainted. I kind of want a redemption blind challenge. That I agree. You deserve one. And he should be on that because I think all the shows Mark Long is in have the word challenge in them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mark, me and you, behind the gym, three o'clock. <laughs> Bad advice challenge. <laughs> all right. Our final question is from Lydia. And Lydia says... Hi, LB. My parents hate my fiance and have offered to pay for me to go on vacation with them, but not him. What do I do? Oh. It's a quick one. Lydia. So Clark, let me ask Clark, because yeah. now I'm taking in the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think that means that the parents said he can't come or just that they won't pay for him? I mean, I think... I think from what I'm gathering, it does feel like they're saying we're not going to pay for him in the hopes that that would mean oh. that he wouldn't come. Okay, so let's go with that. Yeah. Um, Lydia, I don't know why your parents hate your fiance. <laughs> I don't know your relationship with them. If they have been good supportive parents... I would step back and take a look at why they hate him. That's a good point. Or ask some other people. But it could just be that no one's good enough for our Lydia. Sure. Or it could be that they're horrible people and he's black. <laughs> oh, so, I hope it's not that. I'm thinking Lydia's white because I was Lydia Liza Gutman on the Steve Harvey sure, show. Sure, sure, sure. So that is why I'm self-identifying <laughs> as Lydia. Right. Um, <laughs> So that aside, because that's a whole other issue. Yeah. That's not kind of breezy and summery. <laughs> yeah, sorry um, about that. I mean, there is vacation. The word vacation was in there, so I thought it oh, fit yeah, 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 to no, the no, whole no, summer does. theme. But we'll go with just the trip. I would say like getting into like, what's the issue with your... <laughs> He's like, he only beats me sometimes. My parents are overreacting. <laughs> and 
Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. Yeah. Although if it is, please write back. Because <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's not okay. That's, that's a totally different that's question. That's a totally different question, and I would like to give you some advice on that. <laughs> what you could do is split the cost of his travel, which is like, you know, what mom and dad, we're still going, I'm still paying for it. Right. And you could do that. Or this is the time to have a real talk with your parents and say, I love this person. We're engaged. Right. Can we get through this or not? Right. And, you know, I'm not saying it's like, it's it's you or him. It's him or me. It's right. them or me. Right. But because it's not about what. Your fiance wants even necessarily. I mean, he might want to be treated with respect as a human being. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. That doesn't mean that he gets a free ride to a vacation. Sure. But it is quite telling to say, we'll pay for you, but he can scrimp and save. Right. And, but the other thing is like, you're, mar you're married. You're not married. You're fianced. Right. You're financed. Right. Which means your finances are probably smushed together. So they're still taking food out of your mouth. Right. To, you know, if he's going to go and, you know, pay half and you pay half, which is an option. But I think, Clark, you're right. It's how uncomfortable can we make him right. so that he stays home? Exactly. And what I don't understand about that is them not acknowledging how uncomfortable is that going to make Lydia? Yeah. And is there going to be some rift? You know, or are they going to traffic her the other way for, <laughs> right. for her own safety? Right. So it seems as though you could say, Lydia... Well, then I'm not coming. I appreciate you being generous, but this is really not cool. And leave it at that. Yeah. You could say, this is really extreme. Can we please sit down and talk about this? Yep. And make just you and your parents, not the fiance, you know, at first maybe. Sure. I would even say just the three of you, look, I love you. You're my parents. I love him. He's my fiance. Let's... You know, maybe it's all just a misunderstanding. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he and your mom hooked up before you guys met. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> or he and your dad, and it's uh, just a can of worms. There you go. Can open worms everywhere. <laughs> but that's a conversation that needs to be had. I yeah. know that I personally would just not go. Mm. I would not go at, with with them and say, yeah, let's go on vacation and have a good time. I would be so resentful, all of that animosity and yuckiness and manipulation about like, well, we're not paying for him. Right. That would overshadow any fun I would have. So if there was the conversation and anything was resolved or explained, you could be like, okay, well, I see why you don't like him, but you acknowledge that I love him. Do you right. want me to be happy? Right. Like, you know, it's not like everyone needs to hug and make out at the end, but if you can come to some resolution. Mutual respect. Yeah. Mutual respect. Mutual respect. And then, you know, part of this also is Lydia, your fiance, does he even want to go? Yeah, that's another good Does question. Does he go, why would I want to go on vacation with your parents? Who clearly don't like who me. Who don't like me. They'll be like, we're going to dinner. Table for three? Yeah. Well, that, that brings me to uh, my uh, favorite bit of bad advice for this question, uh, which is uh, if your fiancé is small enough, hide him in the suitcase. Oh, is he a little person? Is that why Stole your parents away. don't like him? <laughs> He could stow away and then just like either pretend to happen to be at the same resort <laughs> or put on a fake mustache and pretend to be various waiters throughout the resort. Right? Right? I think that would be farcical. 
Or you go and you do that 80s movie thing where you plant some lipstick on your dad's collar and you try to start a thing where, you know, a fight between he and your mom and then your fiance comes in to save the day. There you go. Oh, you could stage like a fake gunpoint robbery. Something where your fiance is the hero. And (laughs) maybe that, this is bad advice right now. This is really bad advice. We have delved into the bad advice well (laughs) right now. I I would have a hard time going on the vacation. I would have a probably impossible time having any fun, being pleasant even. Yeah. With all of this hanging over me. And yeah. at the same time, as I stated at the beginning of my diatribe, why don't they like him? Yeah. If you're someone who would go on vacation with your parents. Yeah. And they don't like your fiance, what's the deal? Yeah. Unless you're just like money grubby and you're like, I'm gonna go on this vacation. <laughs> that could be Lydia, could be I feel like I've insulted slash helped slash, you know <laughs> mocked you. Mocked you. And you will probably end up in jail if you do half the things I suggested. So actually, please let us know. What happens? Because there are unknowns to this. Yeah, absolutely. Super unknowns. There could be really, really good solutions and really happy endings to this story. Yeah. And there could be endings that are like, so that's why I don't talk to my parents anymore. (laughs) I I do hope that helps, Lydia. (laughs) And uh, please let us know what happened and how everything went. Um, But... I believe that is the end of our nice, cool, breezy summer Woo! episode. That was pretty fun. Uh, if you guys out there listening, if you have questions or decisions that are weighing heavily on you, please send it to us and let LB ease your burden. Send us your problems at AskLoriBeth.com. Go follow us on all the socials at AskLoriBeth or just leave us a message with your voice at 1-855-336-2374. That's 1-855-DENBERG or 1-855-DENBERG. And you can find me at LB Denberg on Instagram, at Lori Beth Denberg on Twitter, and at the Lori Beth Denberg fan page on Facebook. And you cannot watch me oh. on any of the later episodes of Worst Cooks in America. <laughs> oh. Pour one out for me, which is what I did, <laughs> dropping ingredients all over. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, but it was really fun. I love the people. And watch the rest of it so that you can see all the yummy 90s stuff. Yes. And that's about it. Oh, and if you want to book me for a personalized video for a friend, loved one, or foe. Fourth of July's coming up. Ooh, I'm very patriotic. (laughs) I'll dress up like Uncle Sam and say happy birthday to your best friend. To your Uncle Sam. Or just say happy birthday to America. There you go. Anyway, you can do that at cameo.com slash Lori Beth. All right, you guys, we will talk to you next week. Thank you, thank you, babes. Bad Advice stars Lori Beth Denberg and Clark Crozier. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Balin, and part of the Seltzer Kings Network. Our theme song is written and performed by Natty Ward. If you or someone you love is in need of some bad advice, you can submit your own question on our socials, all of which are Ask Lori Beth, or on our website at AskLoriBeth.com, or for a nostalgic twist, you can call 1-855-DENBERG. That's right, 1-855-336-2374, and leave your question there. Thanks for listening.